You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mobcast Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, episode 54. Wow, 54. This is like your sixth one. You've been on since like 48 or 47. I have to go back and count. I think this is, yeah, my maybe my sixth. Wow. Six. You haven't left me yet. No, no. You think it's fun still, which is good. No, this is awesome. I, I love it. We basically be doing this every week for six weeks, which is cool. Actually, seven weeks because we skipped a week. We skipped a week, yes, because Labor Day weekend and we wanted to go see the never-ending story. And that's, you know, so we did. And if you want to know more about that, listen to last week's episode. <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined with, as always, <laughs> your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Yay! Woo! Woo! Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by BeccaDoodles.com. Uh, definitely uh, listen to the ad now. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. Beck Seashoals is a cartoonist, illustrator, author, and crafter who has a variety of adorkable art. Beck has drawn sketch cards for Lucasfilm, DC Comics, Mars Attacks, and now she has art for you. From her shop, you can find precious versions of your favorite characters from science fiction, fantasy, and superheroes, as well as her very own cast of charming critters. Get prints, stickers, wrapping paper, stationery, and more. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. That's BeccaDoodles.com. You can definitely check her stuff out. She's got great stuff. I like her stuff. It's all adorables. Adorables is good. It's all the stickers and the bookmarks and the wrapping paper. You, she makes wrapping paper. Who does that? Becca Doodles does. That's great. <laughs> I like my ads. I like your ads. <laughs> if you'd like to be advertised on here, give me an email at scottywhite at gmail.com. We're always looking for more ad space. Oh. Awesome. So how have you been this week? You know, not too bad. Uh, much better now since I have an angry orchard in my hand. <laughs> mm. How about I'm, you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. I've um, I've worked a lot. <laughs> Kidnapping people? Um, not so much kidnapping. Um, you know, I've been friendly to people and scheduling their games and, you know. Scheduling their kidnapping. <laughs> scheduling their kidnappings and, and whatnot. But um, kind of running running the lobby area. But um, it's been fun. She runs the lobby of the kick kidnapping gang. <laughs> we have a new game coming out. Oh, tell us more. I can't. It's a surprise. Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh. But it comes out on the 29th of September. So um, as soon as I'm allowed to tell people, I will let everybody know. But it's scary. I will tell you that we've been getting items from Amazon for the room. And we have things like maggots. And skeletons and yeah. Oh, seems very. It's going to be an awesome room. Seems very thematic. It's going to be a great room. You'll wake up and you have no foot, like in Saw. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the kidnapping room. Oh, that's my room. (laughs) (laughs) I want to play a game. (laughs) Um, We saw the Beatles on Thursday. We did see the Beatles on Thursday. Like as close to seeing the Beatles as you possibly can. It was. it was amazing. And we took my mom, who actually um, was a, a teenager, young adult, when the um, Beatles were popular during the time of, you know, the, of the film and their touring and everything. And um, I, all my life, I've heard stories about the Beatles and this and that. I was raised on the Beatles. And it was so neat to watch the film and watch it with her. Yeah, so we saw uh, Eight Days a Week, the touring years, which is a documentary by Ron Howard about... The f- early years of the Beatles, after you know, after their their rise at the Cavern Combat, basically from their first album to Help, really yes. what it's about. So, and it's about how much they hated touring between. <laughs> well, I, I mean, God, it was horrible for them. Oh yeah, you know, it was just absolutely crazy. You know, it's it's funny. You know, people have said we've never had a zombie apocalypse. I'm going to put up to you and say Beatlemania. Yes. 
I mean, watching people lose their mind over the Beatles. And they didn't know why. They had no clue. People mm-hmm. would interview them, and why do you think the girls are acting like that? And they're like, I have no idea. I mean, it was <laughs> crazy. And I'm not bashing the Beatles. Don't get me wrong. I, I love the Beatles. But it was really, it's really interesting to see the dichotomy there. You see, I mean, just droves and droves of crying, teen, crying teenage I mean, girls. crying and passing out and screaming and it's like, just craziness, just absolutely crazy. A hysteria yep. it's mass hysteria, hysteria. 50,000 bags of hormones because that's your teenage years are just nothing but just sheer emotion yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's like I don't understand like high school I don't understand why high school is like that because you know it's evil but <laughs> I, w- I would not do high school again oh, for anything oh no not even no, mm, <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe. It's, no, it, it, no, no, no. I mean, if if I could go back knowing what I know now and having the same skills I have now, you know, like all the MMA training that I have, I would totally do high school again because <laughs> I would use that on people. I'm not lying. I would totally use that on people. <laughs> so, so basically your, your second try at high school would be like a high school anime, right? <laughs> <laughs> it would be. It would be. I would just like... <laughs> I would be so expelled, but it's okay. Um, I would do a couple of things different in my life. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> uh, I would. I would. I would definitely try to meet you earlier. Oh, that would have been great. You know, that's something we can talk about because okay. we've been friends for a little while now. Yes. And we met in the. In, in a do you remember way. how we met? I, exactly. Not, yeah, exactly how we met. Okay. Uh, so uh, I was doing a play called Love, Sex, and the IRS, and I was in auditions for that. And a friend of mine who had been in a play with me earlier had been doing these dinner theaters uh, yes. around town, and uh, it was their holiday version coming up. And th- there was a character that, of a snowman that raps. Yes. That uh, apparently someone dropped out. What was his name? Oh, what the the character? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember I something. Can't. The snowman, homie, homie, the snow. I don't know. <laughs> Golly, homie, the clown. I don't know. I thought it was like Frosty D. Snowman, something like no, that. No, it wasn't. Fro- there was no Frosty. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I can't remember. Anyway, so I had some time. I'd never done this kind of theater, and I was like, sure, I'll, I'll do. Th- I'll do this for you. And so I go, and we're we meet at the Mo- Mobile. If you're not familiar with Mobile, it's a beautiful city in South Alabama on the bay, but it's also home to Mardi Gras. I'm sorry for people who think Mardi Gras comes from New Orleans. It actually That's wrong. It it's Mobile. It originally here in Mobile, and there's a carnival museum here for you know to celebrate Mobile's heritage with with Mardi Gras. So this is where we're meeting to do this play among the um, floats <laughs> and people in de- decorations and stuff, and so. Uh, there's a, a a cast of characters here, uh, but among them was you. Yes, yes, you, I was. This little ray of sunshine. Prancer, Prisser. Prisser, you Prisser. Were Prisser. That's right, Prisser the reindeer. Yeah, and and so uh, that's how we met. We we met. We started hanging out. And I wish I could remember the name of that snowman. Um, and I knew you I would, we yeah. would be friends when I brought you the moth doll because I had her in Halloween. Qu- and said, yes. Will you take a picture with my doll? Which I do to lots of people, to various degrees of, right. the hell are you doing, uh, or get away from me, or help police, or I need an adult, <laughs> <laughs> or why does this grown man have yeah, a well, doll? Oh, he's special. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am, but not like you know. But um, you were very cool with it, so I'm like, yeah, okay, best friends, and we've <laughs> kind of been really good close friends since. Yeah, that. we have, we have, we um, we really didn't. It, w- it was kind of ironic because we didn't. Uh, we talked a little bit during that show about, hey, you know, I do these films. Um, you know, uh, would Back you in the like days to? When I wanted to be a filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, would you like to eventually be in one of my films? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And and I remember um, you were thinking about a web series mm-hmm. for the um, your your mop yeah. and that you were doing, and you had talked to me about that. Still in development. It's still in the <laughs> development. It's in right? development hell. It's okay. It's going to be awesome. Um, but then I found out you were in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Well, I had, I had auditioned for We had talked before because you had talked right. said you were going to audition for it. But I, I didn't audition. I ended, I you did, were in it. I was in it, but I didn't audition you did not, for I thought it. You, had, you did. No, we I did. We went to auditions together. 
Did we? We sure did. That's right. I did audition. I didn't get a part immediately. Oh, I didn't know that. Y- yes, I did not get. A, I did not get a part. So, so if you're not familiar with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, it's a great book, and it's also been turned into a movie by Milos Forman about um, his um, Jack Nicholson, and it's really, really good mm-hmm. about mental patients in the late '60s. It's know, great. It's great. It's great, and it's most famously known for. Uh, Louise Fletcher being this horrible nurse, Nurse Ratchet. And uh, if you don't know Louise Fletcher, if you haven't seen DS9, you should watch DS9 because yes. it's really to see her to be like space pope and evil. She, <laughs> she's just like her character on um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. But more religious. But more religious, yeah. Because she's space pope. Um, hashtag space pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a part in it f- for a giant Indian. And if you guys seen me, I'm a I'm a big guy, and I'm also Native American, and so I'm like, I'm I, I have this is the few roles I'm like I should be able to play. I'm going to be this Indian. Of course I'm not because there's a, I love him. He's a great guy. Um, he's what near about seven feet, if not seven yeah, feet tall. Yeah, he's like very very tall. Uh, he's scary. Six tough. eight, I think. Yeah, huge. I think he's tall. six eight. And a lawyer. And a lawyer. <laughs> right, like. And a great actor. Oh, and a great, a fantastic actor. So I wasn't too upset when he got cast because he he had a good yeah. three feet on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was great. I was like, I'm like a toddler to you. But so I got cast in uh, as one of the orderlies, which was fun. Yeah, and I didn't get cast. It was my first. Um, I had just gone from dancing with the dance company to Stephanie doing. Has had a, a wild career. I have. I have. I went from dancing full time to. Um, getting back into theater, which is what I had done when I was younger, and um, got into the mystery dinners. But I'm like, you know what? I, I really want to do real, you know, like theater, theater. I hate to say real theater, but it is. No, no, and, and it and is. And for our friends who, who do it, I respect the fact that you do it, but the way I've always caught it is like, dinner theater is kind of like the little league of theater. <laughs> what is? It's like that. I'm getting my, my toe back into doing stuff. Basically, and it's, it's, it's got a lot of different skill set to it i'm as an actor i'm used to dialogue and line well, well <laughs> the reason why I, I call it little league is it doesn't require a lot of your time you don't have to do these long rehearsals or two months of rehearsals or whatever to perform it's a lot of it's improv um so but i wanted to get back into theater and so i auditioned for the show first show i didn't know anybody in the mobile theater community like nobody I, I, nobody knew me, you know, this, this was a new thing. So I went auditioned and, um, didn't get a part. And so, you know, the cast list had come out and everything. And then a couple of weeks into rehearsals, I mean, very beginning of rehearsals, I got a call from the director, the person who, um, uh, there's only two female parts in the whole show, but well, four, but two, two nurses. And the other nurse had um, uh, did not work out for yep. whatever reason. I don't know. Prior conflict yeah. or whatever. And so he offered the part to me, and I'm like, "This is great," you know. So I got I got in the show, which was the first show I ever did in Mobile's theater community. Was my first show in Mobile's theater community too. I had done a readers theater at Joe Jefferson, but mm-hmm. I had, this is my first play with him. That's why I did it because the director had been in the reader's theater. I think that's why I got cast because he kind of knew me. But yeah, And now I'm on the board. <laughs> oh, look at you. Look I, at that. And I haven't been on that stage since oh, forever. I love J.J. Oh, I love it. It's a great, great theater. It's the oldest theater, uh, mm-hmm. oldest community theater in the States, one of the oldest in the country. But during what um, what I'm getting at is during this during this show rehearsal, Scotty and I, of course, became closer friends, and he invited me to be a part of one of his um, films. So this is the great secret. So uh, this is this is a secret for all budding filmmakers out there. If you ever want to need to make a uh, if, you know if you want to make some short films and need actors that are outside of the caliber of your friends, because we all do that, um, I join a community theater yes or join a few community or just do and you know do a couple of shows yes it's time consuming but um two things you'll learn how to be an actor which is good because you i'm of a school of thought that it's easier to direct actors if you know if you've been there yes you know i you know i I direct way differently now since i act than beforehand and you're a great director by the way oh thank you (laughs) 
Um, I don't know about that, but thanks. No, I, I think you are. The uh, other the other side of this is that, um, and the reason why I did it is because you could farm out actors all I mean all day long from community theaters, and so that's what I did. So I was doing this. Uh, uh, we do these film scrambles here in Mobile, and uh, <coughs> they. You know, you've got you know a lot of scrambles. Like you got twenty four hours or forty eight hours to make a movie. We th- these are not the, these give you a little bit more time. Then we had about two weeks, and but they had really strict rules. And if I'm trying to remember the rules, it was it had to have a yellow flower, yellow flower, a shoebox, and something had to come out of the shoebox. Didn't matter what it was, but an object had to come out of the shoebox. If 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 I remember this correctly, and so. Um, this was right after I had done my, f- uh, I won't call it failed. I'll say my development help. Pro- I d- I d- my first film I tried to do was a feature, which is a mistake. Because uh, I didn't know what I was doing. But I made a zombie film because I was like, hey, zombies are easy. And this is way before Walking Dead. And I'm like, yeah, zombies are easy. We can stick some makeup some people. I'll write a story. We'll put it together. And so I was working with a great, great uh, special effects guy. And we had a bunch of stuff left over. So I had the same thought for 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 this this story. I was you know for this film scramble. I was like, let's do zombies because we have all the stuff. We can just that's easy to do. We'll plug and play. Right. But I want to do something different. So I wrote a love story. A zombie <laughs> love story. And so about uh, two zombie. Well, a, a zombie who falls in love with a girl zombie. And then uh, you know what? I'll, what I'll do is I'll post it. You need to post it because I haven't watched it in a very out of long all time, the films that I have ever done of yours, this one is still my favorite. It's one of my favorites too. I, I love love to have woo. a budget and do it right. But, and and so yeah, woo true. woo. Uh, I love a uh, vampire love. I mean a zombie love story. Um, filmed on no budget. Uh, we had some great special effects. So the stuff with the dog. There's a great thing with a dog <laughs> that's. <laughs> but it's it'll be tagged at the end of this episode. So, so it'll all in the, go to scottywhite.com and watch from the show notes, please. We need yes, because this is a, a great. We're actually getting more hits on the website, which I'm happy about. Um, uh, Adam Stryker has just did a uh, a cool review on Blair Witch. Oh, awesome. he saw Blair Witch last weekend and wrote a review, so you can find out if. And Adam's kind of our our in house monster guy. He likes all the especially like kaiju, like big stuff. He's Godzilla, yeah. King Kong, Pacific Rim, all those kind of guys. Likes That's big, his big monsters. But so he wrote this review on his Facebook page. I'm like, why don't you send that to us? We'll throw it on the website. And so I think, you know, Adam's great, but I think Adam gets like nervous about things like that. And he's very shy. He's wonderful there. And so he's like, I think he didn't think they was, you know, well, I'll just do the big monsters. I'm like, no, buddy, you do all monsters. You're, you're our monster yeah, guy. Yeah, you be the monster guy. <laughs> you're our monster guy. So, and Adam helps us out. You can do the monsters. And he does some uh, editing on the Facebook page, too. He's, I'm like, shout out Adam Stryker. He's such a good guy. But, yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> and here we oh, are. Oh, so uh, we have this long scene in Cuckoo's Nest where we don't do anything. <laughs> In the, in the like little um, yeah, like in the area. like in the nurses station, nurses it's me station. and her are just there. We're and and play, we're background right, playwright, which is fine in movies, right? But uh, playwrights out there, please don't write in background characters. Please don't <laughs> because it's. I don't want to stand for fifteen minutes while other people because the action's not on you, and you're not supposed to draw action. You're just supposed to be there. And it's it's it's. But you have to look. You have to be doing something that would fit into that character. Right. So you can't just freeze and do nothing. Right. So we're pretending. Like, do you remember what we were doing mostly? I remember us writing notes back and forth. We were playing this game, uh, and I don't know if it has a name, and you may know it in the name, but it's like we would draw lines and to make boxes. And if you oh, made oh, that's dots. Dots. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we, we played dots. We played a ton of dots, and I learned. Th- I've never played dots before. Until and I haven't played since then because I'm terrible at dots. <laughs> I was pretty good at dots. You're good at dots. I am terrible. Also, also we put um, candy in all the medicine bottles, which my job as as the nurse, the, the character that I played, dispensed the medication to all the inmates or the patients every day. And for those of you who don't know me, I am a candy fanatic. Yeah, she I likes sweet love things. candy. Love love any kind of sweet thing. Sweets, candies, I mean, it's bad. It's a bad thing. So <laughs> the pill bottles would be filled by the stage manager with different candies every night. 
And I would literally be sitting back there in the nurse's station just popping. It looked like I was popping pills the whole time because I'm eating the candy out of the medicine dispensers, which is hilarious. She had a problem. I did. not the kind of problem you think. But that's how we met on Cuckoo's Nest and and Christmas time. It was fun. Memories. Memories. And I've been in several of your movies. I even appeared naked in one of your movies. Sort of. Sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of. You don't don't have to tell people that. Everyone believes it. Every time I show it to people, they they believe that you were naked. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Just let it go. I don't think I can. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, my thought is that, you know, that's, you know, it's great that you're, you know, people are comfortable with their bodies. I'm less like, that's just. We can shoot around this. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it. <laughs> Scotty's like, no, it's okay. I'm too I modest for no. porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It was fun. It was fun. So, no, I have not left you yet. Nope, not yet. Nah. You c- and you can't get rid of me. Matter of oh. fact, you have to spend almost the whole week with me in a hotel room. Yeah, uh, if you recall from last week, uh, we're going to talk about it again this week. In fact, let's talk about it now. Let's do it. Um, Seth and I are going up to the great state of West Virginia, the Mountain State. The Mountain State. Yeah, uh, country roads. I'm not singing that. Oh, hold on. We'll just have Don- John Denver sing it. I know. Almost heaven. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home to the place. Take me home, Mountain Mama. We are going to, to West by God, Virginia, wild and wonderful West Virginia, home of the wild and wonderful whites, even though they don't want to claim them. And if you've not seen the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia, man, that's a documentary we have to show you. Oh, wow. You've not seen it? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't watch documentaries about West Virginia. Girl. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I heard, I heard, there's a commercial out right now, and I can't remember what commercial it is, but it kind of cracked me up because it said, um, you know that feeling when, you know, on spring break, you accidentally went to Charleston, West Virginia, and I kind of like giggled because that's where we're going. We're going to Charleston, West Virginia. <laughs> I would spend on sp- purpose. <laughs> I would spend spring break at Charleston, West Virginia, even though Charleston, West Virginia would spend their br- spring break at Myrtle Bre- Beach, the West Virginia of beaches, apparently. That's not my saying, that's theirs. All right, <laughs> there you go. They love, uh, actually, the former ho- host uh, of the Weekly Mopcast, uh, Aaron Lynch Kelly, our dear friend, our host emeritus, is getting married this weekend. Is he really? And and uh, Myrtle Beach. So Saturday he's getting married to his lovely bride Carrie. So I wish them all the best. Congratulations! They're a cute couple. That's awesome. And so and they have a an adorable little girl, and uh, it's gonna it's very very sweet. Aww. So I'm I'm the pictures I've seen like their engagement pictures were adorable. So, so I get to meet these people though. Yeah, yeah, they'll be yeah they, they they'll be there. Good. Get to, you'll get to meet them and the I'm guys from Memory Card Radio and El Jefe so Loco excited. and uh, Elaine Adala, who was our intern, who owns the cafe. Crema. 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 Cafe Crema. Cafe Crema. Cafe Crema. Why is this so funny to us? I don't know. But uh, so we're, we're busy in West Virginia, but you guys can come see us. Here's a couple things that we're doing. Thursday night into Friday morning. So technically Friday morning uh, at 12.01, we'll be at Toys R Us at South Charleston for the hashtag Go Rogue event. Uh, Toys R Us is opening up at midnight to release the new Star Wars toys for Rogue One and some other cool stuff. And so we're going to go talk to some people and look at new stuff. And, and probably buy some toys. Oh, probably will. I, I need some Stormtrooper s- stuff. Oh, there's something there. There's a lot of Stormtroopers uh, in this no, I, need, so I need some new Stormtroopers. I have a budget for this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man with a toy budget. Um so I had got my uh I had got my brakes did. <laughs> uh I got my brakes worked on like two months ago mm-hmm. at uh a, a wonderful retailer space that could do that. 
And because I did that, I got a um, a Visa gift card rebate. Okay. Of seventy bucks. You got seventy bucks on a Visa card to spend on toys. That's what I'm doing. I got like that's my my toy budget. Like I got seventy dollars for for Go Rogue. That is awesome. So. I don't, I don't have a toy budget. I have to. I have to talk to my um, banker that's mm-hmm. in the living room. Watching Star Wars Rebels. Yes. <laughs> we um, were talking about it. And he's never seen it, so I'm like, "Here, you watch this while we podcast." <laughs> like he's a child. Honey, <laughs> you be good. Watch this. Watch your cartoons. We'll, <laughs> we're gonna go podcast. Um, but um, so yeah, we're doing the Go Rogue event. Um, uh, yakface.com has a cool checklist. I'm going to post a copy of the checklist on the show notes to you so you can see what's all coming out. There's a whole checklist. There's a ton of stuff coming out. We talked about some of it last week, so definitely li- listen to last week's show. Things I will not be getting this week, uh, next week, is the Stormtrooper helmet. I'm waiting, but I'm going to get it. When does that come out? Same day. comes out the 30th. And that's like, what'd you say, like 70 bucks? Yeah, it would eat my, gra- it would eat my card. It's okay. I'm going to... I, I may have to put that on the credit card. Credit card. <laughs> I, know, I gotta have that. And I gotta uh, put that on the credit card. And, that, and, and I want the Luke Skywalker lightsaber, but I'm gonna wait on that. Oh my goodness! But um, I'm honestly rather go out of the Rogue One stuff. There's ton there, and the figures look great. But I think because it's me and I love Star Wars Rebels, there's three or four Rebels specific items coming out. I think you got I'm some Hera stuff. No, yeah, actually, yeah. Hera comes with uh, an A-wing fighter. They do it, so it's a new Hera with a new head sculpt, I think, and uh, or a helmet. We hadn't figured it out, and we as those in this in the community. Cool. And uh, she comes with an A-wing, and then there's a, a Darth Maul and Seventh Sister combo. Um, and then you got uh, a Kanan and Stormtrooper outfit, a Sabine Wren with a removable helmet because the first one didn't, and uh, there's a Princess Leia from the set, Re- Re- Rebels set. Nice. Supposed to come out. So, <laughs> Rebels. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to get Rebel <laughs> stuff, but we'll talk about Rogue One. No, and now, mind you, everybody, this is like the day we arrive. We're going to be driving all yeah. day Thursday and go straight to that. Right, straight to that. Well, we'll, well go hopefully, well, I mean, we're not going <laughs> to sleep, in other words. We're yeah, yeah. We're going to be awake. And then, uh, and then we'll sleep a little bit. Yeah, and then Friday. Friday is Shaka Khan, and so we'll be at Shaka Khan uh, starting at 5, I think. I think the doors open at well, maybe 4. I think doors open at 4. Yeah, 4. And so we have to be there probably at and 3. So we'll be there from 4 to 7. We're leaving at 7 um, and then going to Cafe Crema. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do, because uh, Friday is International Podcast Day, and so we're going to podcast uh, this show. So next week's show will be delayed a week. So yes. we're going to be off a week, but uh, you'll get It'll to see. It'll be worth it. Yeah, but you can go to, uh, you know, you can follow me on Facebook uh, and uh, at uh, just Scotty White. And I'll put a link at the end of the show notes. But you can watch the live feed of any of these things that we're going to do. And so from there, because I haven't figured out how to do it from Mopcast. If I can figure out from doing a Mopcast, I'll put that link. There will be a link to how you can watch the live feed. The live feed. But I've got a week to figure that out. I think I can do it from Mopcast. I just had not figured out how to do it yet. I'm sure you can. We'll figure it out. But, um, of course, I might do it from mine because I have more followers on mine than I do on Mopcast. So I'm trying to get exposure. <laughs> you got a lot of new followers I this did, week. I did. Thanks awesome. to you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody who's followed Mopcast this week or anytime. You guys rock. We love our, our okay, listeners. We, and we, we love our new new listeners and our new followers on Facebook. And if you're not following us on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash Mopcast Network and you can write to us and just click like because we're amazing. Uh, and so we're doing, that's Friday, so we're that's doing ShakaCon and then uh, we're doing the weekly Mopcast today, 8 p.m. at Cafe Crema. Yes. And then Saturday. Saturday, we, uh, we'll be back at ShakaCon at 10 a.m. Um, and at three o'clock, we're going to be doing, uh, our game show, hashtag, hashtag, which will have, um, on the main stage, well, on the main stage, uh, it's going to be on the main stage and we've got some special guests and you can win prizes and prizes are cool. And it's all about pop culture. And, w- and since Chuck Con's a horror con, there's a little bit of horror in this one. I'm excited about the horror. I, I am a huge horror fanatic. I like gory stuff. I like blood and guts and I like, I just love that kind of stuff and there's so many neat things that um i'm looking forward to seeing like um you know the special effects makeup demonstration the embalming demonstration yeah yeah, yeah, there's an embalming demonstration i am so excited about the embalming demonstration i'm curious i can't wait to meet zach gilligan who was the who was uh billy from um gremlins I i bought a gremlins action figure of of billy 
a Billy. I didn't know so they made sign it. So a Billy Peltzer action figure. So uh, from Reaction from Funko, that uh, so he can sign it for me. That's awesome. And a few months ago, I had ordered the Tobin Spirit Guide from Ghostbusters, uh-huh. which is the book they look to identify which ghost or right. it was. Um, or if it's in the cartoon, it's the computer. But in the in the, in the show, it's in the movie, it's the book. Um, but I'm gonna get the guy who designed, who created Slimer, to sign that for me. That's awesome. Because Slimer's in there. That's the guy who does the special effects yeah, makeup, he, isn't yeah, it? Yes, Steve uh, something <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Steve Johnson. I'm so excited about that. So, so, um, if you're listening to this before Shaka Khan and you plan on attending Shaka Khan, um, I like monsters and Red Bulls, and I will probably need them. <laughs> so please su- supply my co-host with <laughs> caffeine and any kind of caffeine will yeah, be fine. And, and, a, and a shot of adrenaline when her heart stops. <laughs> <laughs> and but hugs, I like hugs. Hugs. So, uh, well, of course, yeah, and then Sunday we're going to be hanging out there. So, we'll be there for three days, and it'll be cool. Yeah. So, come check us out. I'm excited. Um, I can't I can't wait to meet all of the people you hung out with when you um, left me for four years. <laughs> I had to go to get my education. <laughs> I had to get my education. In. No, it's great. I had to create Mopcast Network without West Virginia. Uh, seriously, without West Virginia, and specifically West Virginia State University, Mopcast Network would not exist. And you can use that in a soundbite one day. <laughs> Western State University, please. Uh, I will say it over and over again without, you know, I had great people pushing me and working with me, um, specifically Kim Cobb. Shout out to Kim, who, who believed that this could be a thing and allowed me to use equipment to make this a thing. And so uh, we are now looking at the next announcement that we have. It, it's now been almost two years since I started this podcast network. I don't know many things that I've done straight for two years. I got through college. There you go. And so I've done two years of this. And I love doing podcasting. And uh, so uh, October 8th, the weekend after we get back, it's a busy first two weeks. October is really busy for us anyway. But uh, that, so if you're in the, the Alabama area, the re- in the region, uh, you're all invited to the Mopcast second anniversary Birthday bash. Yes. Uh, we'll be having that at, at, at the industry bar in Mobile. Google it because there's an address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The industry bar. We'll October 8th. October 8th, 7 p.m. Uh, we will be doing at 7.30. We'll be doing a version of the game show hashtag hashtag. And then we'll be doing karaoke and drinking and cake. <laughs> and just general merriment. General merriment. Just to celebrate, you know, the fact that we've done it. I will be facilitating your fun that evening. <laughs> She'll be facilitating fun. <laughs> so, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to all this. I'm, 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 I'll be so tired. I'm trying to start some new podcasts, too, in October, so. <sighs> yeah, me too. Because you, you, you actually have a job with the network now. I know I do, and I and I also want to start a new. Po- I'm having a hard time finding a co-host. Well, if you're interested in a co-hosting out there, go. Yeah, if Stephanie. you want a co-host, I, I'm looking for a female. She's looking for the ladies. I want to do an all-girl podcast. And we need an all-girl podcast. I don't want to talk about what it's about yet, though. I gotcha. But yeah, I'm looking. If you're, if you're interested in podcasting, I want to try. Give Ste- uh, yeah, Stephanie. How can I get with you? Yeah, get with me on on Twitter or Facebook Messenger, whatever. Or if you know me personally, just holler at me. Holla. Holla. <laughs> so, and there's some other crazy stuff we'll be doing uh, in October and in Western India. We're just we're kind of winging it. I'm excited. I am too. I really need the vacation, <laughs> even though it's a work vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me. I like my day job, but man, when I can go do fun stuff, that's yeah. what I'm. Really well, that's how I am right now. I've been really busy at work. Um, which, by the way, my work is awesome. I love my work. Breakout Mobile. I'm gonna plug my work. Plug your work only because it's amazing. And breakouts are are nationwide or going nationwide? Or yeah, well, th- we are. We are nationwide. Um, escape games. Escape room games are a big thing right w- now. Right. Anyway. And, um, I want to play a game. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. We have different scenarios and whatnot, but we, we've actually been, um, you know, a little busy. We've, you know, we do a lot of uh, corporate team building stuff during the days and, um, and you know. I need to get on Mopcast one together. You should get a Mopcast one together. That'd be great. We have a lot of people from um, um, the Porch Creek. They come and play a lot. Yeah, but they're not Mopcast. <laughs> they're not Mopcast, no. 
No. I mean, they're more than welcome to be. <laughs> we need to get Mopcast to come and play a game. We should do a team building exercise with that. That'd be great. It would be good. Of course, there's only one game I haven't played. So we need to play that, that one. That one. Yeah. Which is the museum heist. It'll be fun. Oh, no, that's cool. It's kind of like National Treasure. I got you. I could be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there you go. We got to find the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I was, I was, uh, I like watching At Midnight, and last night's At Midnight hashtag war was uh, things Hillary Clinton Googles, and my answer was, is it true that the president has a book of secrets, and do I have to give it to Nick Cage if he asks? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm proud of that one. I never win. I do all these all the time. I never win. My other favorite one was from a week ago. Um, it was... Uh, Internet TV shows, uh-huh. and I put nine hundred two uh, Beverly Hills, but I put nine hundred two one zero in binary. Oh my god! Crickets, and I was like high fiving myself. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Maybe nobody knew uh, to read knew how to read binary. The idea is that you should understand that joke no matter what. Right, I get it. I get it. I don't get all the zeros and ones. <laughs> Nerd humor, it's great. Well, maybe if I made it pie, because you know pie's hip. Oh, uh, well, you know, delicious. Not if you don't <laughs> math. I don't math. Math hard. Math hard. You listen to this podcast, especially last year this time, you can talk about how hard math is. I was. I, I podcast, uh, so I don't have to do math. Word. <laughs> I'm glad there's people out there to do math because I can't do it. Right. Calculators and, and your phone. That's how I math with my phone. I mean, I mean, literally, I graduated college with a C in math. And the way this had worked that uh, if I had, with a C in math, I graduated h- college with honors. Right. If I f- failed, I wouldn't graduate. That's how precarious it was. It oh, was, wow. It was like, you make a D, you got honors. If you fail, you're out. <laughs> oh, wow. I was sweating. <laughs> but you got a C. I got a C. That's not bad. I'm, I'm, I'm very, thanks, Professor K. <laughs> <laughs> The man who likes to make doom buggies. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, um, moving on to nerd stuff. Let's talk about some nerd stuff. Uh, let's do. So, I've been working on the game show, and so this is kind of a hint for for the, the game show next week. Um, do you know what anniversary it is? There's been we've talked a lot. I know what anniversary we've it talked is. about a lot of anniversaries and for you know, you know, you know, this year's the thirtieth anniversary of aliens and I'm excited about uh, this anniversary. And uh you know, thirtieth anniversary of Graceland, Paul Simon's Graceland we talked about. Um we're gonna go to a little bit younger. It is the twenty fifth anniversary of Vampire the Masquerade. Yes. Which is one of my favorite I think it is my favorite RPG. It is my all time favorite RPG. I, I love, love Vampire the Masquerade. Game. And I haven't played it in a long time because it's hard to get a group of people these days to play. Right. Well, it, for me, I mean I'm at it's hard for me to get a group of adults together to play any game anymore because we all have jobs. Back twenty five years ago we didn't have you know, jobs, jobs or like kids. we do now. I mean, or kids. There's a lot of them with the kids that I used to play with. It's got like little kids where like, ah, I can't leave the child and supervise it. My or die. if you can come to my house, but the kid will be running around screaming while right, we're playing. Right. And, you know, it's so it's hard to get a group of adults together and game anymore. I love gaming. I miss gaming. And and Vampire the Masquerade was, uh, in my opinion, one of the all-time best-written games out there. So how'd you discover it? I um, was living in Colorado in the um, mid-'90s and um, was actually um, working a haunted house and got with a group of people, you know, became friends with a group of people that um, were playing and started playing with them, so... And then we met some other people from Colorado that gamed, and it turned out that we started gaming, my husband at the time and I, and another couple and some other people. We all started doing, you know, the masquerade, and it was great. Cool. Um, I, I was playing D&D a lot in, in high school and a little after high school, and I don't remember exactly how I found Vampire, but I took to it really well because I, you know, I love tabletop gaming. I love ro- tabletop mm-hmm. roleplay. I'm not so keen on fantasy settings. <laughs> 
Right. I don't like nights. I mean, I'll play nights. In I'm the same way. I'm not not big into the. I mean, I used to play D and D all the time, right. but I don't like. I don't. That's not my go to. Right. My I like cars and guns and, and that kind of stuff. I like that setting, and so Vampire gave me that setting. And plus, you know, vampires were cool, and you know, you could do you know neat thing. And I love the power set, and um, I liked it because it's more political intrigue than anything. I'm not gonna lie. I. Like we go, let's go back to the math part. The system is so easy. Everything's on ten-sided dice, right. and it's so easy to to play right. instead of yeah. trying to figure out what dice do I have to roll now? Which one is this? Right, right. <laughs> it's and like so it's like, what's cool about vampires is yeah, it's all in tens, and you you it's percentages. It's not no, it's not even percentages. You know, you, know, you roll you roll how many tens, and you have a target number. So if you got right. in typically target number six, so anything is six or above is a hit or a success. Right. It's amazing. And so it's Super like, easy. all right, I roll five dice. I got three sixes. All right. <laughs> I've got three successes. That's really what it is. It's not like I don't have to add them together. I just, I, if I can count to, count to ten. <laughs> You're good. You can play this game. Made it super easy, so yeah. so, so you could spend more time on your character, right, and it, on the game, and, because and because not have to worry about the it. the aspect of this was the storytelling, not so much the dice roll and combat, right, and so that's the you know why I liked it, and uh, I played it for a very long time. Um, I even did the LARP. I, I never did. I that. LARPed. I didn't. LARP. My first my first uh, altar was named. I ran LARPs, and my first altar was named LARP. <laughs> I dressed up in everything, Stephanie. It was. <laughs> I cannot even imagine. Oh, I, got, I never went that far. Oh, here, here's one you can you go research this. All right, so, um, I'm in Foley, Alabama. <laughs> Foley, Alabama. Oh God. And uh, there's a card game store. It was a card comic book shop, and uh, that we hung out in, and so. Uh, Vampire was popular. We used to play in Pensacola, but you know, getting to Pensacola every week was tough. Uh, and so uh, I started a, a LARP <laughs> in <laughs> Foley. There you go. And so we're playing downtown Foley, and we're not playing far; we're just playing the block. Right. And uh, people got worried about what are these hoodlum kids doing, and we're just you know, because you're in Foley. <laughs> you were in Foley and we're in these weird costumes and it wasn't too far after at a, after Columbine so we were wearing t- black trench coats uh. because vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and so god this is 97. So so, so you say so your vampires didn't blend in with Oh know, hell society? no, we were not really good with the masquerade. Okay. But but this is why I can't run for public office. <laughs> This is this like like if I I can't run because this is th- I can't wait. wait wait for this right What did you do? So it became a thing. We were getting harassed by the police and someone got wind of it who had a friend of theirs who wrote for the courier or whatever the, ma- the paper down in Foley. And so sh- she came and interviewed me uh, where I worked about what and you know I was <laughs> First of all, I'm 18 or 19 years old trying to explain how innocent this is. And it is innocent, but, you know, I wasn't nearly as articulate as I am now. (laughs) (laughs) And so I give this interview, which I think is a great interview about, you know, know, what we do. And you're just having fun, not because we're not causing mischiefs. We're not doing drugs or drinking. I wasn't drinking at the time either. I mean, I I was too young to drink, but I I mean, I didn't start drinking until I was 28. So I was that kind of straight laced kid. And we and all our friends were straightless. So the only thing, our thing was, we liked to dress up and play like we were uh, vampire. (laughs) But 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 it wasn't like for I don't know about the other people, but for me, it wasn't the fact that we were vampire. I like the weird political intrigue. So it was like you know trying to be. I like the politics of it. Right, right. So basically, what I wanted to do was play government, and this is the only way I could play government. (laughs) Instead of like going to college and you studying know, in political Alabama, stuff. they have this thing called the Deep South Model United Nations. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I was a member of you that. You, you could totally play government that way. Right, right, but no vampires. <laughs> so, two weeks go by, and I didn't hear anything about the, and I had kind of forgotten it. And then uh, one morning, I'm going to one Saturday. I know it's a Saturday morning, and I'm going to get a drink or coffee, something at, at the service station. And I see the, the, I think it's the courier. I can't remember what it was. But there is a newspaper rack. I don't think they have those anymore. Outside. And the front headlines was, Vampires Roam the Streets of Foley. (laughs) 
<laughs> this exists. <laughs> this is a thing. Way to go, Scotty. 20 years ago, I was... What kind of interview did you give? I don't know, but vampires walk the streets of Foley. Oh, oh my goodness. Front page above the fold. It was... Front it was page news. Wow. Yeah, well... Needless to say, not the proudest moment for my mother. I guess not. I, at the time, thought it was cool. Later on, I realized I can't never run for office because, man, ever run for office, my opponent will pull up the... Well, he was a vampire back in <laughs> 1997. <laughs> then I got to explain, well, it's... A, I don't know. You know, games are getting hipper. Maybe maybe I can wait to, like, you know... I think you'd be fine. I mean, there are worse... I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> considering what you were actually doing right. I, I, it's not that bad but and, and the problem was the, the problem was and i understand the oh as i got older i understand the 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 concern you know columbine happened in 97 there was that horrific murder in south florida that they blamed on right vampire the masquerade to get the dude was a player or whatever and you know you were still in that era of which has taken a long time to, to get rid of the stigma of the, of the you know, D&D is dangerous and role play leads to Satanism right. and, and you people. Well, I mean, and I'm not, we live in the South. Yes. And and I'm just saying that in the South, they have a lot of superstitions, I guess, is one of. Uh, I'd I call them traditions. Traditions. <laughs> well, for instance, I remember being in high school in, um. 19 warm <laughs> Let's just say a couple years before your vampire incident. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like I have a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. A couple years before your vampire incident when I was in high school. Um, we, of course, you know, uh, during the time there is like punk music was popular right. and whatnot. And there was a lot of us, um, including myself, that would like to wear the Doc Martens and the, you know, black leather jackets or the black trench coats, the mm -hmm. London Fogs, the whole whatever, you know, and listen to our punk music and so on. And um, at the high school I attended here in Mobile, um, well, the Mobile area, Mobile County, um, we were told we could no longer wear black to school. We could not wear black clothing because you know they thought we were all satan worshipers if we wore black clothing to school <laughs> oh now i'm wearing pastels i can't worship the devil anymore <laughs> just it was a thing you know, step back and think about that i know. really like like you know if regardless of what your religion <laughs> beliefs are if you know if i worship the devil and uh, <laughs> but if i change my clothing i can't do that anymore <laughs> right uh, wh why <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying, you uh, know. Um, people are silly. It was silly. It was silly. But it is. It's a lot of fear. And, um, it, you know, teenagers are just being emo and grumpy and right. leave us alone. Right. We, have, we have angst right. when we're teenagers. Right, because, it, you know, <laughs> we think the world is bad, then we learn that it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just learn to deal with right. the world and, being I bad. Think, I think that's how you do it. And so... So yes, I had a vampire incident. Nice. <laughs> um, I did not have a vampire incident. I um, but I played a long time, a, a really long time, and uh, what I enjoyed about it and what has come out of it is that like, I think I have characters that uh, they're in that will appear in the webcomic or who appear in other things that and writings that I have that were old vampire characters that I have kind of translated into you mm -hmm. know into things that we needed or that I wanted. Um, do you remember any of your characters? I do. I remember my favorite character. I don't remember her Ooh. name, but I remember everything about her. So name her. Right now, just name her. I can't. I can't remember. Just, just give her a name. I don't know. Kara. There you Cara. go. Kara. We'll just call her that. She is Kara. Because it popped in my head. Um, she, her. K or C. She's with a K. Kara. She she was from New Orleans. Nolan's Kara. <laughs> she, she was raised in the voodoo oh. and was sired by a Tremere. Sired, for those who don't understand, there are she was right. made, made into a vampire. There's lingo along with this game. That's right. So she already she already had some kind of magic beforehand and with so the she, voodoo. She was a Tremere, right? She was a Tremere. All right. So uh, in vampire, I'm just for the people who don't know to play, um, there are uh, these clans, these families of vampires, and they have uh, specific powers. One of them is Clan Tremere, who were um, a bunch of mages. People who did magic a long, long time ago who thought it would be cool to be immortal and made themselves vampires. 
Yeah. No, no one really likes so, them or trusts them. No, as well, you know, they shouldn't trust them, but because we're kind of kind of badass. I thought I like the I like the Tremere. We're sneaky and they are sneaky. I'm sneaky in their own way. I think, uh, you know, what's cool about any of the clans and there's all these cool manuals. There's these clan books that come out, and what's cool about it, they're all written from their perspective. And there's no the outside of the rules of how to play. There's no hard facts. Right. Like the legend and lore in nothing set in stone. So you can just make that up as you go. Kind of. Well, they kind of do too. And they, you know, it's it's like they may believe a certain way, but another clan may not. And so it's so when you pick up a clan, it's very personal. It's really interesting. I, you know, it's right. one of one of the smart things I think about the game is is that while we're telling the exact same story, we're telling through different perspectives. So, but I thought that was neat, you know, because um, th- the whole thing was uh, at the time. Uh, of course, I'm from here, from Mobile, the Mobile area, and um, I had grown up going to New Orleans all the time because I have family that lived there. Right. So I, I love New Orleans. I love the the history. Um, it's just a beautiful city. And so at the time, I was living in Colorado. Hated Colorado. Hated it. Hated. It. I'm sorry for anybody who lives in Colorado that listens to us. Probably Colorado is probably much nicer state. now, but you no. Know. It's, and it's not that. It, it really, it's not that it, it's a bad place per se. I am from. I, I would. I hate being landlocked. That bothered me. So being, you need water. Yeah, I need water. Number one and number two. I don't like snow. Colorado is not the place for you. It is not the place for me. I did not enjoy Colorado. So when I chose a character, you know, I had her, you know, from New New Orleans. Orleans. And it made me kind of, you know, not miss home so much. I got you. I got you. So it was awesome. I My favorite character was uh, a Malkavian. Nice. Uh, Malkavians are known to be insane. Yes. That's their, their thing. They're... You know, th- there's a there's a, kind of the wisdom and madness kind of characters, and so my character was uh, this little girl who was tattooed to look like a puppet. So she had lines on her f- all her joints, mm-hmm. and she. You have a doll thing, don't I you? I do have a doll thing. It's weird, not like <laughs> a sexual doll thing. I just think dolls are creepy and fun. Right. And so I made a creepy doll vampire, and. Uh, Called her Ragdoll. Nice. And uh, the more we we played this in Pensacola, and the more we played, the more more she got more powerful and more interesting to play. So I was like, uh, and you kind of <laughs> missed the whole masquerade portion of this. No, well, see, no, Malkavian, how do you? No, no, Malkavians have uh, there's a power called Obfuscate. Right, right. That's and true. Malkavians, it's one of their clan disciplines, and Obfuscate level three is Mask of a Thousand true. Uh, Faces, and so she could l- appear anything. appear normal. Ish. Also, I tried not to keep her out in public, uh, like in open public, unless right. I actually had to. Um, so, th- this, g- <laughs> what I enjoyed about her was because, you know, I like political intrigue. And so I had a doll. How do you do political intrigue with a doll? Because she's a kid, you know. Right. So I just had her be sneaky as hell. And so the guy running this game ran in this game store out of at Pensacola, Florida. And, you know, he, part of his job, one of the things he loved, he ran this massive vampire the masquerade game and used the base early the early base books and made an area so sunday nights was right. chicago by night and that was the elite game right and so i i had just met him so i wasn't in the elite game yet uh well i guess it was maybe it was anyway it was one i think it was sunday nights and then then he had uh, Milwaukee by night. By the way, for those of you who haven't played it, they had um, these uh, city books. Yeah, city books. So you, kind of like a game structure already there for you. Right, and so it had you know, so. characters and things you could work with or you could build your own. Right. It's a, a good way to give you a ba- basic, like an mm-hmm. adventure book. And so he did a Milwaukee by night and he did uh, Gary, Indiana right. by night, which was weird to do, but and so, but that was like his sea level noob, newbie game, and that right. was the game I was. That's where Ragdoll came from. What was cool about the game is they all happened at the same time in the same general area. They could cross over, and so uh, as Gary was a small area that had a couple of you know ruling class vampires, uh, and uh, my character wanted to be one of those oh wow but you know much like a klingon ship you got to get rid of the one before you before you can get that job right so i hired another character from another game to come do it for me because i can't i mean 
Wild Ragdoll was 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 you know scary. She didn't want blood on her hands, so to speak. Right. So I got to you know do the and visit the other game and do the hiring. I mean, that's what I like about this right. game. It's a it's a story that I got to create, and and so I, you know, for Ragdoll, I, you know, her backstory is you know her sire w- who thought she was basically the blue fairy. Oh wow! And she would make dolls and make them come to life. That's what her whole bag was, and so. Most of them, like most children, you know, siring a child in Vampire Masquerade is, is illegal. And so they usually get killed. This is one of the few that survived. And so I had this whole... <laughs> she was fun. I played her for like three years. She's great. And so um, she will make an appearance in something. You'll see awesome. her. Yeah. Because it's a good character concept not to lose. That's true. That is cool. <laughs> and so... We need to get a game started. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm thinking about doing a, a podcast with it next year. That'd be great. We just don't have time this year. I thought about doing this year, but just I get Christmas has come, and I mean we're three months before the end of the year, so it's gonna have to wait next year. Yeah. But maybe a Vampire the Masquerade podcast. I love it. It's one of still one of my favorite games. I love that game. Uh, if you never played it, I definitely it, check it out. There's mm-hmm. also a series of books. I've read read the books. I don't know if you mm-hmm. read the books that came out with them. Um, I've I've the only ones I like, because I'm, I'm picking them about fiction, all about that kind of stuff, um, is the they did a series of clan novels about the end of the world, mm-hmm. and you can get them in collections, and they're pretty awesome. And if you've not read them, I can let you borrow those. They're very cool. And, uh, but yeah, I like the characters in the clan histories and all kinds of crazy stuff. And the TV show. <laughs> the TV show was terrible. <laughs> Kindred the embraced. <laughs> Uh, I was so excited for. It. I was disappointed when See, it came out. I wasn't playing. I was. I wasn't playing when it came out. So I was. So that was ninety five or ninety six. So it was right before I was playing. Yeah, I had already been playing. <laughs> At least you weren't on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll have to get a game going. Absolutely. Well, happy anniversary, Masquerade. <laughs> happy anniversary, Masquerade. Happy anniversary, Mobcast. <laughs> That's right. Lots uh, of anniversaries. Lots of lots of anniversaries. Well, I think that's about wrapping up what we're doing. Well, good. Um, well, once again, just to remind everybody, we're going to be off next week, sort of. You can uh, go to scottywhite.com and find this episode. This is episode 54, if you don't remember. And uh, there'll be a link to where you can watch our live streams. Um, we're doing three. So come watch us. And if not, there'll be uh, episodes later next week. Sounds good. And maybe um, we'll... Put woo on there for you. Yeah, I'll put, yeah, I'll put woo. Yeah, I'll put woo. And I'm trying to think what else I can put on there. I might, if I can find some Vampire Mass Raid something, I'll put that on there too. If I can find a link to that article, I'll find a link. To that. <laughs> I doubt great. that's on li- online, but I've got copies of it somewhere. That's great. <laughs> Vampires walk the streets of Foley. Oh, can't run for office. Can't run for office. Uh, that's okay. I'm happy being a podcaster. There you go. I can podcast. So um, you can follow me at uh, on Twitter at, at Scotty White. You can. I'm on Facebook at Facebook.com, Scotty White. You just go to ScottyWhite.com and you get all of it. That's right. You can find me at Stephanie S. Ward 1, and that's on Twitter, or Stephanie Stalko Ward on Facebook. And this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. Or good afternoon. Good night. Whatever. Bye. We're recording at night.
Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.